So one day on a Friday night, it was all like meat dishes and I just ate rice. And my dad's like, stop already. Like, just eat meat. Like, what are you doing? Life is too short. The animals are dying anyway. You're not making a difference. So I go to my Twitter. I go to my bookmarks. I go to PETA's page. I bookmark everything. And I was like, watch these videos. Everyone's fork was down. Like, nobody even had an appetite to eat anymore. And my mom is like, I'm, I'm nauseous. Like, why would you show me this? I'm like, because you guys just made fun of me for being vegan. Like, nobody knows, but I don't think people want to know. These animals are being slaughtered. They're suffering. They're crying. If I'm shoving a crying animal in your face and you don't like it, maybe you're the problem. Not me posting the video. You being bothered by it and not liking the reality of it. I'm not photoshopping these videos. These are real videos. If you don't like it, you're the problem. What the hell is up, you guys? My name is Jamie Logan, and today I am here with Emily Austin. She is an American TV personality and an activist, and we connected going back about a year now. She was one of the hosts at New York Swim Week, and I saw her on a post on Instagram with PETA. And I was like, I got to reach out. So, Emily, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad to connect with a fellow vegan animal lover. There's not that many in this world, and we're going to change that. We are absolutely going to change that. We definitely have to. We are on the front lines of change. And just speaking about change, I know this is a really touchy subject right now, but Emily walked into this podcast studio basically in tears, crying. And it feels wrong to not bring this up and to not talk about this because when you look at the state of the world, what's going on in Israel and in Palestine and the war zones and you're a big advocate for this and you're very well educated about what's going on. So I think we should just touch on it and just talk about this for a second because it's infuriating that innocent people are dying right now. First of all, I appreciate you taking time away from your segment to talk about this because obviously it's super important. Ultimately, it's simple and there's nothing in the world that can't be spoken about that should result in murder as a solution. There's nothing that you can convince me is justified to murder people. And Israel's not perfect by any means. No. Palestine's not perfect by any means. As an Israeli citizen, I will argue that I've seen firsthandedly, I worked at the United Nations, I've seen peace treaties proposed, and I've seen, at least on one side, Palestine constantly rejecting it. And I wish that we can reach a point of compromise where everyone's happy, and I don't see that in the foreseeable future which is why things result in violence. And, you know, I was telling you, I get made fun of a lot for being vegan. But look what's happening. If we treat innocent animals with violence and abuse, imagine what we can do to one another. When we actually dislike people, what did animals ever do to us? And we kill them, right? Look what's happening in this world. People lost their sensitivity. They lost their ethics, their morals. We were not meant to even be eating animals. I don't want to get too biblical here. But I've been Mm -hmm. studying like the Torah and the Bible. And Mm -hmm. one of the reasons God flooded the earth was because we were eating animals. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows that. How about the fact that the reason Jesus was crucified was because he was trying to free the animals in the den of thieves. Whether you believe in religion or not. I But do you see the the similarities? We're not supposed to abuse animals. No. No matter what religion you're part of. Or abuse anyone, point blank, period. Anything. And, you know, when we're looking at war zones, I think animals are oftentimes forgotten in, in what's going on. I mean, in the bombings and in, in the terrorist attacks, animals, dogs are being left behind. And why don't you just tell everyone what's going on there now with dogs? So I'm sure everyone's heard by now. I hope that, you know, Hamas entered many Israeli homes and shot all the humans dead, which is barbaric. And I've become so numb just from the images that I've seen. But what I didn't really register was, okay, they're dead. I'm mortified. I feel like I've been sitting Shiva on the civilians. But what I didn't see was the videos of the dogs mourning the humans. And the dogs are shot or 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 have a limb cut off and, and mourning the loss of their owners. And what's happening to the dogs? Not to dismiss the humans, but they are dead. I'm sorry. It, it's disgusting, but somebody needs to now take care of the, what do you even want to call it, collateral damage now? Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, afraid. I'm like, these dogs are going to sit over these owners and cry. Like, what's happening with them? So I personally would love to rescue them. Um, this is going to be a premature PSA, but I'd love to start a link to fundraise money to at least bring these dogs to some sort of a shelter. I'm going to do my homework and post it on my Instagram. But I just feel like, you know, we need to make humans mm-hmm humane again Mm -hmm. like can we make that a saying 
make I, humans humane again put it on a t-shirt maybe we'll ask don't, don't eat the, the homies, homies. <laughs> could you could we make humans humane again <laughs> jordan julian are you listening because we would love to do that yeah and i think you know it really does start with this first form of oppression that we're taught that as soon as we're born we're told you can eat some animals and love others and it's basically just based on how they look when you really think about it and Absolutely. if we can learn to treat animals with love and respect then surely we can treat other humans with love and respect and that's why I, as a vegan i only find that it's made me more compassionate to other causes and more empathetic to the world issues that are going on yeah. i don't want anybody dying in in israel or in palestine i mean i i, I really it, it hurts my heart and what's going on with hamas and how they're literally going in and beheading people and posting it on social media like you think that that is justified in any way shape or form no. and you know i'm I was born and raised Jewish. I can read and write Hebrew. I consider myself more spiritual at this point mm -hmm. in my life. But that being said, I really – I don't feel safe. As can we talk about that for a minute? I didn't know you were Jewish, by the way. Yeah. So I follow the laws of kosher. Oh, wow. But doing my homework because I, I like to question authority. I like to question things. That's part of being human. It's part of being smart, by the way, is to question things. And the whole point of kosher law is that the animal is supposed to suffer – the minimal amount. So that's why we slaughter by the neck. We don't shoot. We don't stab. Like the animal, if it winces in pain, it's not kosher. So my whole life, I, I thought it was justified. I'm like, mm. the animal didn't suffer. I didn't know <laughs> that the animals for the six weeks up until the slaughter are literally crying actual tears. And the babies are being stripped away from their moms and mm. putting chains around their necks so they don't want to come to their mom. And basically being emotionally and physically abused. And also... I didn't realize till I got a dog, which is so silly. Mm -hmm. I always viewed animals almost as like accessories mm -hmm. of some sort. I thought walking a dog looked cute. And I got a dog. And when I tell you, he's my firstborn child. Mm -hmm. And because I have him now, I'm like, wait, cows feel the same way as dogs? Like I'm I'm a monster because I, I wish my only regret in life literally is not knowing what I know now and becoming mm -hmm. vegan as a child. And I'm just like. Maybe people just don't know because I refuse to mm -hmm. believe people are that cruel. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I know they suffer and I don't care. Then you're evil. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't think of another reason. Uh, they absolutely are firstborn children and people don't realize that cows are just big puppy dogs, basically. I saw they cuddle and with each other. We're definitely oh, going to so go. Cute. We're going to go to a sanctuary together we soon. To. I go to Skylands. I volunteer. It's wow. beautiful. It's just it, it's amazing to see how each and every one of them have their own personalities and how they they have dreams. They have joy. They, they have a desire to live and experience life. And they have every goddamn right to be here just like us. Yeah. So I, I guess take me back and tell me seven months ago how you made the connection and went vegan. It was totally an accident, just so you know. I, oh God, I'm like, you know, we keep it honest here because people might relate to this. I was such a strong meat eater. I considered myself a carnivore. All I ate was meat, chicken, fish, and I loved it. And I was strong and I was an athlete. By the way, I'm more fit now more than ever being vegan, just so you know. And one day I decided to collaborate with PETA, I was very against animal testing. And I thought it was illegal, which is the worst part. The fact that it's legal is the scariest part, because how? So partnering with PETA on um, an anti-animal testing campaign, because my skincare company, People's Beauty, what I'm proudest of is we don't test on any animals, and we're vegan, and we're plant-based, and it's all clean beauty, and I love that. And everyone needs to be at this point. But, you know, unintentionally by following PETA, I don't follow a lot of people on Instagram, so I see everything. And PETA really saturates their feed, which I love. And I was like, wait, like eggs? Like what do they do to the male chicks? Wait, they, they literally disintegrate that? Like I'm contributing to this? So then I cut out eggs. Mm. Then I was like, oh, but chickens are fine because chickens don't really feel emotions. I was wrong. They do. They cry. They have that maternal feeling with their children. And I was like, oh, my God, okay, no more, no more chicken either. Then I saw a video of a, a cow crying when the, they took the baby away. And I was like, no more milk. And then I was like, no more steak. And then I was like, I I'm the problem. I was like taking one thing away at a time. And I was like trying to justify, oh, well, the cow's okay. Oh, well, the chicken's okay. Nothing's okay. Mm -hmm. And I just, I guess it was hard for me to accept that because I was so used to living a certain way and I didn't want to change. But at some point, the guilt was eating me alive where I would eat a chicken mm -hmm. and I'd be like, I just watched a video by Pete and I just ate this. And the guilt, like I couldn't sleep at night at some point. And people like make fun of me and I'm like, 
you watch these videos and eat a chicken ever again. They don't want to watch it. Mm-mm. They don't want to face it. Mm-mm. And it's much easier to mock a vegan than to take accountability yourself and be like, what I'm doing is wrong. And to actually look internally and be like, I need to change. Because most people, I want to say, have the moral beliefs and values of not wanting to cause harm to another living being. I think so. Most people, not all people. There's obviously (laughs) some psychopaths out there. But most people, I would say, want to treat animals with kindness. So much so that when you see a dog on the street, you kind of smile. You're like, oh my God, they're so cute. Or you see a cute, happy animal video on Instagram. You're like, oh my God, that's so cute. It's not like you're standing there being like, I want to slit their throat. <laughs> you know? I hope not. But then the problem is, is that their everyday actions are perpetuating this idea that animals are here for us and that we can consume their body parts and harm them. And it's very easy to close a blind eye to what's happening because it's so widespread. It's everywhere. How could something so morally wrong be so widespread and be something that everybody participates mm-hmm. in. What has the feedback from your loved ones, your family, your friends been like since going vegan? That was the hardest part for me. It's tough because I'm, I'm from a Middle Eastern home and essentially we, we're literally carnivores. We eat meat in every dish. It's actually in some of our blessings like on Rosh Hashanah, everyone eats like lamb head like this year I opted oh out. God. Literally a lamb head, which last year I was devouring, just so you know. Wow. And it's really hard because like I come home and like there's pepper steak and I open the fridge and it's all cheese and you know Trader Joe's I just saw last last week I've been vegan for seven months has everything you'd imagine in a vegan alternative and it's not like the processed BS that people think it is like yes some of them are but most places are not you know I'm not getting like Morning Star like I'm getting organic stuff tofu based like egg um like um soy like I know soy is not the healthiest but guess what meat's not healthy either. There's no excuse, really. And and they're the same price and even mm-hmm. cheaper because meat's expensive now. So everything that I could be eating that my mom's cooking, I always find an alternative. So I just started, like, substituting things and they don't even notice. Like, mm-hmm. I'll put a fake cheddar cheese and they'll be using it and they don't even mm-hmm. know the difference. Mm-hmm. I put, like, fake, like, sausages or fake burgers or whatever it is. You name it. And, like, I substitute it and they actually said it tastes better. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, like, they don't care so much, but... It's very, like I said, it's so easy to make fun of me. They're like, oh, you're so soft. So one day on a Friday night, it was all like meat dishes. And I promise you I didn't eat. I just ate rice. And my dad's like, stop already. Like, just eat meat. Like, what are you doing? Life is too short. The animals are dying anyway. You're not making a difference. So I go to my Twitter. I go to my bookmarks. I go to PETA's page. I bookmark everything. And I was like, watch these videos everyone's fork was down like nobody even had an appetite to eat anymore and my mom is like i'm I'm nauseous like why would you show me this i'm like because you guys just made fun of me for being vegan so my brother (laughs) i showed him the eggs and he started crying because he eats eggs like like a machine and when i showed him this i'm like i dare you to make eggs again and he hasn't because you can't because we're human we still have feelings i hope Mm -hmm. and he was just like i can't believe like i in a million years would never have imagined that's what's happening so i think the problem is the like education aspect like nobody knows but i don't think people want to know well it's because the meat dairy and egg industries put billions and billions of dollars into advertising these products and saying oh you need it for your health or oh these animals are happy they're free range and organic that fucking animal that has their throat slit that's hanging upside down in a slaughterhouse doesn't give a fuck that it was grass-fed they don't give a fuck that they were free range okay they wanted to live and you took that one thing that that animal had which was their life could we just talk about like how unnatural it is too like i i thought about it even see a video i was like wait i saw a baby who was trying to uh get milk from its mom and they took the baby away and fed the baby cow with a bottle and i'm like that's so weird wait we're drinking from that cow's nipples like imagine <laughs> imagine we started breastfeeding animals oh my God. do you see how unnatural it's gross it is disgusting so why are we it's it's so nasty and it's not healthy it's full of pus first of all that affects us not the animals mm-hmm. and you want to talk about calcium almonds have so much more calcium than milk and i make i literally hand squeeze my own almond milk everyone's like oh there's so much chemicals get a bag of almonds milk blender squeeze you have almond milk for a week and it tastes delicious and you're gonna i feel so much better done vegan done absolutely if you had to suck the nipples yourself (laughs) you would absolutely be vegan (laughs) why don't we normalize drinking breast milk again like (laughs) 
<laughs> our breast oh. milk, not a cow's breast milk. Oh my God. I actually asked these people the other day. I was like, so would you drink your mother's breast milk at this age now? Like if mm-hmm. she were still lactating, would you drink it? Ew, no, absolutely not. That's weird. That's psycho. Okay. Let's say you wouldn't drink your mom's breast milk. Would you drink another woman's breast milk? Right. Like your girlfriend or something. Uh-huh. No, man, that's weird. Why yeah. would you even say that? Whatever. And I'm like, okay, so if you wouldn't drink either of those two people's breast milks, why the fuck would you drink breast milk from a cow? It's so weird, man. <laughs> it's so weird. This is like a PSA. Like, if you drink milk, you're drinking from a cow's nipple, I hope you know. And it's not, like, it's not healthy. So don't even try to justify it. I don't care if you're an athlete or not. Like, it's just not healthy. Thank you. No, absolutely not. Point blank, period, done. We're not <laughs> drinking that anymore. And what's happening is you are seeing more people switching to oat milk, almond milk, yeah. cashew milk. I do the same thing that you do with almonds with cashews. Oh, yeah. Soak them overnight, blend them with a date, a little bit mm. of salt. I had like, like a water. vanilla. Done. So yummy. Add that. Beautiful, so beautiful. Delicious. Yeah, it's super easy. And then I add it in my coffees. If I want cereal, whatever. It's like not And it's that big. cheaper. It is. In this economy. You save money doing that. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's so many different alternatives and ways. And one thing that you said that kind of struck me and that I have heard so many times was your dad said, well, the animals are already dying. Well, why don't we just eat them? Mm-hmm. My answer and my question back to him would be like, well, why are they being killed in the first place? It's supply and demand. Mm, the yep. only reason they are being killed is because people are demanding it. Ultimately, yes, we have to reallocate where our tax dollars are going so right. they're not subsidizing the meat dairy industries. But we also have to decrease the demand for it. Right. That's a very rational way of thinking. And that's like scientifically correct like supply and demand that's the science of it my reasoning is just less rational i'd say like i'm just like a huge believer in energy and karma mm. and i cannot eat something that's suffered because i will absorb that bad karma and i don't need bad energy in my life mm-hmm. like why would i eat something that has high adrenaline levels first of all in its blood it's probably not even healthy be like that's on me like no one could force the meat in my mouth. Like, everyone's like, look, I'm eating for you now. Good. That's the bad karma on you. I don't need responsibility for that. You do you. So mine's like a little bit more like, you know, ethics and like the scientific rationale. Like, I'm just like, I don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a monster. Like, when I meet God one day, I'm not, I'm going to be like, I did my best. You know, mm-hmm. I tried mm-hmm. to be ethical and it was hard at times, but here's what I could do. Absolutely. And by leaving animals off your plate and not funding an industry that causes harm to them, that's like, I feel like the bare minimum. And yeah. then from there, you can use your platform to speak up on other issues, which is what you do. And that's why I was like, I need to reach out to Emily and see if I can have her on because you're doing such a great job. And, you know, one thing that I love about you is that even though you might be getting so much pushback from people and being like, shame on you. Why are you speaking up about this? Or, oh, you're a freaking weirdo for being vegan or whatnot. <laughs> you still speak up about it. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you keep yourself sane when you're dealing with all of this this backlash? Yeah, it's not like fun, of course. Um, actually, that's a lie. In the beginning, it's not. Yeah. Once you realize you're never going to please everyone, speaking your own truth is the only thing that's truly satisfying. Like in the beginning, I would be like, oh, this person's canceling me. They're calling me racist. Oh my They're God. calling me white privilege. They're calling me every name in the book that's not true. Why? Because they don't like what I have to say. So once I realized, like, you're not going to convince them, they're set in their ways, I might as well live my truth. And my truth is, like, here's what I say. If I ran for president, my motto would be, you do you, but let me present the facts and you come to your own opinion. Don't tell me, I don't want to hear the facts and this is my opinion. I let people live. Let me live, too. So if I'm being a vegan and I'm posting about it, you don't need to become vegan, but absorb the facts. Don't be hard like a wall. Like, people are like a brick. They don't even want to hear hear it. it. Right. They don't even want to hear the information. And it's like with any subject matter, I think you you have to be open-minded to hearing both sides and both perspectives. I think that's what intelligence is, is is being able to look at different information, not information that's biased. Please stop going to resources, websites that are funded by the fucking dairy industry. funded by the industry. And they think it's accurate. And they think it's accurate. And then only looking at that and then being like, oh, oh my God, like – almond milk causes man boobs or whatever people say it's just <laughs> i heard that what the I'm hell like, it's not working on me <laughs> so no, like the only man boobs that i'm seeing are from guys that are drinking cow's milk and i just want to get like a little bit deeper on that i think yeah. as a society especially as a younger generation is like you know becoming now the adults 
we've lost our, I think, desire to question things. Like we were told our whole lives, milk makes you stronger. Milk is good for your bones. Milk will make you taller. The got milk campaign with the oh. mustache. That was like my childhood. I used to do it every day. Yeah. And that's what we were told. And and I don't know, how how can we get people to want to question it's okay. It's free speech. We're in America, baby. This is not North Korea. We can question things. We have mm-hmm. Google. We have the resources at our hands. We just need to want to look. Mm-hmm. And by the way, by no means am I telling you it's easy. Mm-hmm. It is very inconvenient when I'm driving back from DC five hours and I'm going through Dunkin' Donuts drive-thrus and I can't find anything vegan, which by the way, there are a lot of vegan options on the Dunkin' menu. Yeah. But it's not easy. But if you kind of just do your homework and you you bother doing the research, it doesn't even take a long time. I went down the rabbit hole, but I found out in the first five minutes everything I needed to know. Then it'll just change your whole perspective, and there's nothing wrong with changing what you thought was correct. There's no, it's, it's rebranding. It's mm-hmm. all part of the process. It's character development. Mm-hmm. I saw something the other day that was like, you know, when you give up sugar and have to look up what's in sugar, like, that's hard. But by simply just following your morals and your beliefs and not taking an animal's life away – it's not so hard. It's, yeah. You know, it, obviously it takes time to change and be like, okay, let me look into these alternative brands instead of reaching for that, you know, dairy butter. Oh, let me look at Earth Balance butter because that is vegan. Like you just have to experiment with different brands. So it yeah. does take that level of effort. But nowadays in most places, especially in big cities like New York, there's vegan products everywhere and it's a matter of just like reading ingredients which by the way you should be reading ingredients all the time yeah a list of ingredients that are in most foods now especially packaged foods is it's disturbing the yellows dyes the red dyes the red 40 it's we shouldn't be consuming that i'm not in it for the health at all by the way right i don't even give a damn about that the fact that i'm more fit yeah is like a great side effect but i'm solely doing it for the morality of it and no other reason I was talking to, um, not to get political, but there's a presidential candidate, Bobby Kennedy, and Mm. everyone calls him conspiracy theorist, and everyone Mm. says that he calls out this person and that person. One thing he does amazing is he wants to end factory farming, Mm. and he's saying all these big companies that are bribing people, they're all corrupt, and everyone's like, you're crazy, you're crazy. Uh, We know he's not. Mm -hmm. We know he's onto something, and everyone's Mm. like, oh my God, he cares more about the environment than humans. No. Caring about the environment is caring about, hey, we live here. We, we're part of the environment. Mm-hmm. This is our world. That we, what are we going to do? Yeah. Did Elon Musk find another planet that I'm not aware mm-hmm. of that we can go move to? Yeah. It's better for the climate. Mm-hmm. It's better for us. Healthier for us. It's better for the animals. It's like it's like world peace step one. Dude, who is arguing? And they're calling him out for it. What the hell? <laughs> who is arguing that factory farming should continue and McDonald's, is the way to go? Burger King. The, it, Wendy's. KFC. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a freaking that mac and cheese company. I don't know. The only people that are profiting from it, right? Not the actual animals, obviously, that are suffering, and not the actual people. Most people, again, I don't think want them to suffer. And most people will say, "Oh, well, I only buy local or free range or family raised." Well, as I said before. Just because that animal has those labels, number one, doesn't mean there's a lot of regulation on it. And number two, all of those animals still end up in the same exact slaughterhouse as the other ones. To play devil's advocate, I want to address a big issue is Mm -hmm. convenience. Now, not Mm. convenience, like, I guess financial matters. It's much cheaper to go through Burger King than to buy something vegan. And I have a lot of congressmen friends, and I actually want to send this clip to them, like, why is it okay for Starbucks to charge me an extra 75 (gasps) cents for drinking almond milk? Like, I have to suffer for being a better person. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, oh, well, you don't need it. Um, you don't need your regular milk either. And one of the things that I was – the fact that I was so in shock is sad. I was in Soho the other day and right by my studio – I don't remember the name. It's on 54 Spring Street. Around the corner, there's a vegan burger restaurant. And when I went there and I went to check out, I was expecting like $12, $13 for a vegan burger. And I got mm. the big one. They were like, $4.99, please. And I was like, What? A vegan burger is four ninety nine. Do you know how incentivized I am to go back? Because yeah. you're charging me less than a Burger King would charge me mm-hmm. for a burger, and it's vegan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, imagine we could do this universally. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't mm-hmm. have to pay more for being more environmental friendly, health friendly. Or it's just, it's a problem. And I wish, like, I mean, I can do something. What can we do? Like, it, it's not right. Well, the it's prob- just so wrong. The problem is, is that our tax dollars are literally – over 90% of our tax dollars are going to meat and dairy. What? And so if we just reallocated some of that money towards plant-based foods, so like peas, oats, mushrooms, if we allocated it to those farmers, we would see – 
the burger prices go up to the actual price that they are because they're artificially low because of the tax dollars. And then we would see lentils being super cheap. We would see mushrooms being super cheap. So that that is the reason that you see a, a burger on the dollar menu and a head of le- lettuce costing three, four, five dollars for mushrooms yesterday. Oh my God. Pack like this big. And it shouldn't be that way. And so, I mean, we're doing a ton of Starbucks protests and demos. I don't know if you've seen PETA has been doing that or Switch for Good with Dotsie Bausch the former Mm -hmm. vegan Olympian. And we are really trying to hit them hard and be like, why should we have to pay extra to make a more environmentally conscious and also cruelty-free choice? Yeah. It's it's not okay. And yeah, you're absolutely right. And I do think it is going to get more convenient. It's going to get cheaper. I was speaking to somebody from cultivated uh, cultivated meat company called Magic Valley in Australia yesterday, and he is looking to really scale his products Ooh. and make them affordable for, for the public. And so, you know, my thing is like we were saying before, you do you. And it's like, I, I don't care if any of you guys eat meat as long as it doesn't come from a slaughtered animal. So cultivated meat is a new technology where it's going to be coming from an animal cell. It's grown in a lab just like wow. we've done for many, many years. We, people grow organs in labs in hospitals. Yeah. And you can grow a chicken leg and, and eat that and no chicken had to suffer wow. or die. Oh, my so, God. What? I'm like, why would somebody not just choose that option? So in the next – 10 years in the next decade, we're going to see significant changes of where food comes from. This is the future of food, in my opinion. I feel like that's easier anyway. Like, there's a – the population – I mean, I think the population is only growing. We're going to have to feed these mouths. What are we going to start, like, mutilating animals? Like, what are we going to do? That's that's actually really good. And you can can scale it. So these companies, you know, are getting funding from investors and and whatnot. And I'm – KFC's in trouble. They are. And actually, I just spoke to – have you heard of Mr. Charlie's? Mm -hmm. They're in L.A. and they're expanding worldwide and they're basically like the vegan McDonald's. Yum. And they did exactly what you were saying. They're getting the prices under what the McDonald's prices are. So a happy meal, Yum. instead of being 10 bucks, which is I think what it is now at McDonald's, it's now like $8 or like it's a few dollars less. Let's go. And also what's so cool about them is they employ houseless people. Wow. So they give people jobs and opportunities to to work, make money, grow, and they're, they're helping the community as a whole. I love and that. The guy who owns it, his plan is to uh, become CEO of McDonald's and then turn all the should. McDonald's vegan. And who cares? Um, why not? Why the fuck not? So these th- these <laughs> are kind of things that are the, the future. I love so, that. I mean, I'm so grateful. You said a year ago you were eating a lamb's head, and now yeah. you're like vegan and speaking up about it, and you're such an inspiration to so many. So I guess like what would be some advice that you would give to some people in, as they take steps towards going vegan or if they're vegan and, and need support, what would you say? Honestly, find another vegan. It was really hard for me to do it alone. But when I actually started doing my research and connected with people like you and like PETA, everyone thinks it's like, oh, it's a cult and they're brainwashing us. No, we're just finding people with similar like beliefs and ethics that you have. Um, having community was really important to me. I have like a nice Twitter community of vegans and I, I found that very easy for me. Secondly, like just do your homework and the facts speak for themselves. Like like I said, ask questions, Google, research, make sure you're looking at the correct resources, not the ones funded by the government that wants you to believe a certain thing and and then come to your own conclusion. Um, I didn't do it cold turkey. Like I told you, I cut out one thing at a time mm-hmm. and tried to justify the rest would I recommend that? I guess it's to each their own, but but ultimately the goal should be like take it step by step. I find – I found that when people go cold, cold turkey, they end up breaking it mm. and like they just kind of go 100 steps backwards. So mm. do what's good for you. But if you do the research the right way, I don't think you'll want to ever eat meat again. Like mm-hmm. if I could do it, mm-hmm. anybody could do it. Like I was literally grilling steak on the grill like – Every single day in the summer. And now I can't even look – I can't even look in the supermarket. I'm like, I, I know what goes behind this. I don't even want to, like, participate in this. Mm-hmm. It's just – do your homework. So many people say, I don't want to watch the videos of the animal suffering. Yeah. I don't want to see it. What do you think the importance of those videos are? And do you think people should watch them? Do you not think they should watch them? I don't give them a choice. Like, I'll give you – I hate to keep bringing it back to this, but, like, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict right now, like – I don't want to see bodies being burned alive, but that's what's happening. 
So if that's the reality of the world we live in, why are you exempt from being aware of what's happening? Mm. If you don't have social media and you don't want to see it, that's another thing. But you're you're on social media. You're following me for whatever reason, whether it's basketball or Miss Universe. I don't know. And if that's important to me, I'm going to show you what's going on. You don't have to like it. That's the reality. So it's like not to equate them. But these animals are being slaughtered. They're suffering. They're crying. If I'm shoving a crying animal in your face and you don't like it, maybe you're the problem. Not Mm -hmm. me posting the video. You being bothered by it and not liking the reality of it. I'm not photoshopping these videos. These are real videos. If you don't like it, you're the problem. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you should change. And I mean, that's what happened with me. I I couldn't justify it any longer. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be the reason why these videos are happening and why they're suffering. And I think, you know, it's one thing somebody could be really, really sensitive and deeply disturbed by these videos. I mean, I've been to slaughterhouses. I've been inside them. I've seen it happen with my own eyes. And that really, I mean, changed me on a whole other level. Like now – How did you get in? I don't stop speaking up about it. I mean, various ways we sometimes go really late at night, like into factory farms, or we've done. Um, we've I've just walked inside of a few slaughterhouses. Like there's some live animal markets here in New York City. There's actually over eighty of them. And if what? You, yeah, and you can kind of just walk right in. And I got a slaughterhouse worker to surrender two chickens to me like a few months ago, which any life matters. You know, if I can at least get two, the the mean something you know Mm -hmm. uh but uh and then sometimes we also go to a slaughterhouse in newark new jersey as like we hold vigils there every Mm -hmm. other week with newark animal save and we just give them water and and take video footage of them outside the slaughterhouse but there's been times where i've walked in and i get sprayed with a hose to get out and i mean they're very violent it's like if you're violent with animals likely you're violent with people and i mean just not to get too graphic here, but no, just get to, graphic. Just to get graphic. Just to describe, you know, what I had seen. This was a halal and also a kosher slaughterhouse. So mm-hmm. there's no stunning that happens. They just slit their throats and let them bleed out. And as I said before, there's very little regulation that happens in any of these places. The animals show up sick. They're covered in feces. If that's halal to you, I it's surely not what I think most people think it is. But yeah, nobody knows. These animals are scared. They're huddled together. Um, they hear the cries of their friends and and family members that are literally like having their throats slit and then they're hung upside down and oh my God. a lot of oh, times I the can't. workers don't even wait for them to completely die before they start skinning them and i mean i saw this one sheep blinking that it was oh, skinned alive oh, okay i'm nauseous skinned alive and i'm like oh my god like how are people paying for this how is this something that is so widespread and normal like i uh, it, I mean, it shakes me to my core. And ever since like, I started going to these places and seeing it in person, I'm like, I can never not speak up about this. We didn't even talk about fur. Ugh. We didn't even talk about fur. I'm talking about the, the veganism of what I put in my mouth. But when I when, – there's so many problems in this world. When I yeah. saw – first of all, I didn't even know rabbits made noise. Mm. My first experience of hearing a rabbit make noise was a rabbit screaming – Having mm-hmm. its fur ripped off of its body alive, alive because it's better quality, yeah. then they let it regrow and then they do it again. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Michael Kors, um, Angora, Rabbit Fur. This fashion week, we they were one of the brands that we disrupted and – there was an activist that went in and confronted Michael Kors about using rabbit fur. Yeah, I, I want advice. I want to give advice. Next time, put a screaming rabbit on an iPad in his face. Not letters, because he's not reading it. He's probably illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're right. You were even saying before we started the podcast when we did the anti-leather disruption at Coach at the fashion show where I was holding the sign, Leather Kills. Yeah, it would be great to get a picture of a skinned animal up on there. And I've done – I have gotten pictures of skinned animals on major media, like we did uh, Jessica Simpson's disruption where we tried to get nice. her to stop using and wearing fur. And Daily Mail posted the photo awesome. uh, that we were holding with a graphic poster. So, you know, there's different ways. But sometimes these media outlets are like, whoa, we can't show that. So the coach one was successful in its own 
way because we had Vogue business talking about leather, how unsustainable it is, what happens to the animals, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, you're right. Veganism extends to what you're wearing, the shows that you're going to, entertainment, right? So like SeaWorld, rodeos, what you're putting on your face and your in your body, your cosmetics, your shampoos, obviously what you're eating. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about people's beauty, how you started it, why it's cruelty-free, and I mean, where people can get it. I want to I want to hear more about this. So essentially, my my co-founder was a third generation esthetician and we love skincare. Like I'm obsessed. I can't go to sleep without doing it. I will get out of bed and go do my skincare and then go back into bed. And I was just like looking. It's all about questioning. I was questioning the ingredients and like Chanel skincare and like the really high quality ones because they they're great, by the way. But I'm like, why are they so damn expensive when half of these ingredients are inactive ingredients that serve no purpose? But guess what? The longer the ingredients list, the more they can mark up the price. That's what I didn't know. And I was like, why can't we recreate something with the same active ingredients, except we're not going to literally abuse animals to test them on. We're not going to do that because that's horrific and I'm not a monster. And let's create this plant-based because anyway, the ingredients that aren't vegan are really not necessary to be in it and don't do anything good for your skin. So People's Beauty, we want it to make more affordable because I want to see it on everyone's skin. I don't want it to be like luxury because it's expensive. I want it to be luxury because it actually works. And then secondly, for me, the, the testing on animals is not an option. Like if people saw, oh my God, I can't, like I, I envision it and I can't even talk about it. The monkeys that are crying and you're putting needles into their eyeballs and sewing them shut. And 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 babies, they test on baby monkeys. Harvard still does, by the way. And screw you guys for that. Mm-hmm. Literally screw you guys. You're all going to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, first of all, the humans that are actually testing it, what is wrong with you? How, yeah. how could you do that? There's no money in the world that will get me to hurt an animal. Mm-hmm. Zero. Not a dog, not a rat, not a mouse. Nothing. Maybe a fly. I don't know. But yeah, definitely a fly. But um, so when I when I saw the horrors of animal testing, I was like, listen, not only do I not want people's beauty to test on it, I kind of like surprised the factory in South Korea because I actually wanted to make sure there's no testing because they say that it's cruelty free. But how do I know if I've never been to the factory? So I went to South Korea two months ago. I got the company in April. And I was like, so where do we test the product? And it took me to this huge, like, laboratory. And I was looking everywhere. And they really tested on machines. They do pH testing. They do skin testing. I'm like, test on humans before animals. (laughs) Why would we put something on our face that has to be tested on an animal beforehand? So that's why we're plant-based. What is plants going to do to your skin? Right. It's not poison ivy. Right. It's like macadamia oil, grapeseed oil. <laughs> right. And they actually yeah. show that by testing on animals, it's not even effective anyway. It's not. We're it, not the same anatomy. Thank you. We're just not. What were they doing? They were they were studying women's anatomy on pigs? Are you comparing <laughs> our well, bodies to pigs? Pigs do have very similar DNA and skin to us. However, the studies that they had shown with animal testing, it doesn't actually correlate into like human studies. But either way, it's like even if they were able to solve like incredible medical discoveries and whatnot, which they haven't and, and investigations have looked into this and showed this, it doesn't justify taking a living being that doesn't consent to being tested on and confining them, torturing their whole lives, basically like as you were saying sewing their eyes sticking needles in them and then killing them like that it's not okay either way you know i used to say this as a joke but i don't think i'm joking i really think we should test on like child rapists yeah like why they don't have morals and ethics and why are we why are we torturing innocent animals like these people actually deserve the worst pain in the world Mm -hmm. so we might as well advance science and test on child rapists yes like actual proofed ones i know a lot of people are falsely convicted by the way but like legitimately like child rapists well we're flying rocket ships to the moon and i'm like why aren't we just coming we have technology now where we can just take samples from people's skin cells and test on that you don't need to involve animals at all in this and it's much more effective because you're using human human skin cells people are so dumb i don't don't think people want to find solutions i think people are comfortable Mm -hmm. in their set ways and like nobody wants to change even if it's for the better Mm -hmm. and that's the problem yeah so you created this line and where Where is it being sold? What kind of products do you have? Tell me about that. So it's peoplesbeauty.com. We're on Amazon now as well as of a month ago. Um, We're e-commerce on all websites. We're being featured in BoxyCharm um, in March and June. 
in their glam box. And um, we have a cleanser, a toner, a moisturizer, a face mask slash exfoliant, mm. and a serum. My favorite's the cleanser, by the way. I cleanse twice a day, every day. And, you know, it's kind of like everything you need in a skincare routine for a cheaper price. And it's like people question where do I start in what order you buy a kit. It's called the Essentials Kit. And it comes with like a pamphlet of step one through five with an explanation of how to use it. I taped mine in my mirror because I was sick of like pulling it out every minute. Mm. And I love my skin. Yeah, I mean, your skin is it's gorgeous. Glowy. It might be the veganism too, though. Yeah. Because I've been less inflamed. Um, my six pack came out. Oh. I've been working out for years. I've never had abs since I played tennis when I was like 12. My six pack came out in. I don't have a six pack. I have a four pack. I don't know, like holy shit. Seven weeks? You're like, better than me. I mean, I've been vegan for six and a half years and I definitely have tonage, but I'm not like a I guess I'm not working out as hard as no, you. No, but are. people say you need meat to grow muscle. And I'm like, guys, no. I've been working out my whole life. Mm-hmm. This body, mm-hmm. like I'm wearing like a heavy sweats right now. I look good, yeah. you know? And it's only since I became vegan. Wow. Now, I'll admit in the beginning, because I just want to keep it honest, if anyone's considering becoming vegan, I was really tired. But what I also noticed was when I became vegan, I was eating less because I was used to the convenience of just grabbing something from my fridge. And honestly, I wasn't – that that's not self-care. I wasn't putting effort into myself and the changes I was making. I was not eating, period. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I so tired? It's the vegan stuff. No, it was me not putting in the effort. If you're not eating a properly balanced diet, then of course, you're not going to feel great. I was just arguing with somebody today. She was like, I developed neurological issues from going vegan. I'm like, how long were you vegan? She's like, six months. I'm like, baby, those issues started long before (laughs) you went went vegan. And, you know, veganism is not a diet. So it's like you could be eating Oreos and potato chips all day long and call yourself vegan. I found that Oreos were vegan. Yo, I know. Because I'm not in for the health. No, I'm not. I'm in it for the morality. I'm no. eating Oreos, guys. <laughs> like, right. And then as the longer you're vegan, then you, you you look into it, you research, and you're like, oh, okay, I want to make sure I'm eating a properly ba- balanced diet. The resources are out there, you guys. There's so many doctors that have come out with books on this. Read the China study. Read How Not to Die. Michael Collins, Dr. Greger. There's so n- – nutritionfacts.org. If you have a question and you're like, how do I get B12 on a vegan diet? Yeah. Go to nutritionfacts.org, look up B12 on a vegan diet. There's videos that actually break down where it comes from, what it is, how to get it. You know, do you take any supplements personally? So I started, but then when I I Googled it, see, you just just need to take five minutes to do homework. Yeah. I found out like all of the supplements I was missing, spinach single-handedly had all of them. Mm. So I just eat a spinach salad now with cranberries and like almonds. Delicious. Delicious. And I feel much better. Guys, get your blood work done. Yeah. You know, once a year, see how you're doing. Everybody should be taking vitamin D because if you're not in the sun enough, especially we're going into winter here mm. in New York, I'm, you know, I wear a lot of sunscreen and I'm like, I don't really go in the sun as much. So I, my vitamin D levels were low, mm. but that has nothing to do with diet. Yeah. My mom also has really low vitamin D and she's not vegan okay. at all. Exactly. So, exactly. Like not even remotely close. Yeah. I like, do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. My dog is allergic to chicken. Yeah. And then the vet said most dogs are. Yeah. I was like, what? So what should he eat? Brown rice, barley. I'm like, wait, is my dog vegan? Yeah. He was literally itching and biting his paws for yeah. since I got him. What kind of dog do you have? A Maltese. Well, he's a mix. mix. Like okay. a Maltese mix. And the vet said he's he's inflamed yeah. from the meat. Mm-hmm. He's been off of me for two weeks now and he hasn't itched once. It's it's like, do you it's have a, insane. Did you do wild earth or V-dog? I just, I make him food. You home. make his food? I make his food. That's amazing. My mom makes his food. I do too. Well, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> dogs are omnivores. So dogs specifically absolutely can be vegan. No problem. You know, you can give them sweet potato skins in their it's food. so healthy for tofu. them too. I mean, soy is a superfood. And, you know, the dairy industry put out all this propaganda years ago about how soy this, soy that. If soy grew people's boobs, I'd be a triple D. <laughs> That's what and I I'm not. say. I'm like, I'm not. It's sad. I wish it worked. I, I wish know. the propaganda were true. But I it's know. not. Because we'd be the first to know. We'd be the know. first customers. And, you know, that's the thing is it, you got to look at where your your information is coming from. Yeah. So you were saying that by going vegan, you developed abs. You felt a lot better. You're healthier. You're stronger. I want you to tell us what's your freaking workout routine? What are you eating? What's your daily, you know, diet plan? Give, it, yeah. give us the deets. Okay. We're keeping it real. Okay. Only the truth here. So I've been working out, I would say every other day, but like this week with what's going on, I have not worked out once. Um, I hit like 
everything moderately every other day. Like I don't have leg day, ab day. Like I, I don't know. As a woman, I feel like I could just kind of do all of it. I keep it an hour, maybe an hour 15. Yeah. 15 minutes cardio. I take turns running and walking. I'd love to run, but I can't. I don't have the stamina. I never did. I'm not a runner. I have a great ab workout I found on TikTok. This girl, Allegra, I'm going to like at her. Does the sickest workouts. And she was in uh, New York Swim Week. Oh, so I literally I bookmark okay. all her workouts and I go back to my TikTok and I, I work out with her. Like I'm like replaying her and I'm like working out with her. It's so fun. Oh, good, good, good. Um, it's so funny because I messaged her, God bless you. And then what do I eat? So I was so surprised this week I stress eat. That's like my bad habit. I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. There is this company. It is called Lesser Evil Popcorn. Their cheeseless cheese popcorn must have crack in it. I eat these big bags every day, and I didn't even gain one pound. I've been eating bags like this every day, and only like one supermarket in my neighborhood sells it. And I drive all the way there to go get it, and I've been eating that every single day this week. And I haven't even gained weight because it's it's like it's vegan. It's like literally <laughs> healthy for you. <laughs> And some nutritional um, yeast on there, some B12. Yeah, I'm like getting all my vitamins <laughs> from popcorn, guys. It's like so fun. We are just to let you guys know, we're not doctors or scientists. <laughs> we're not, not. pre med dropout. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Please do your own research and consult with a medical professional before taking our advice. But this is just what works for us. Yeah, this is what works <laughs> okay. for me. So, my, my, because a lot of people say, like, as a vegan, I can't snack. Like, I live for lesser evil popcorn and like their cheese puffs are good too. Cheeseless mm. cheese puffs. And then on a day, like this morning, I really missed eggs. I had like like a desire to eat eggs. So I Googled um, vegan egg recipe, recipe, and I bought extra, extra firm tofu. I love firm tofu. I like grinded it with a fork. I added turmeric, garlic, onion. Oh my God, it was so like Curry, um, vegan chicken broth. And it was the, I didn't even know what it was. It wasn't even eggs, but it was so damn good. Mm. I ate like three bowls this morning. I even took, like, vegan bread and I, I made myself, like, an egg sandwich. And yeah. it was so delicious. So, like, that would be a good breakfast. Um, I love salads. And I don't mean, like, like lettuce salads. Like, I throw everything in there. Nuts, cranberries, fake cheese. I love fake cheese. I don't know if it's healthy or not, but it tastes really good. Um, uh, Beatnik is, is a vegan mm-hmm. restaurant. They have one across from my studio and they have one in my neighborhood. So, I love their chicky dippers, the vegan chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. So delicious. I don't know that like now there's no excuse not to like I literally walk into Beatnik, which is my version of like fast food mm-hmm. and I get chicken nuggets. I make salads at home. I make fake eggs now at home. Oh, Wonder Eggs is delicious. Oh, I just had them the delicious. other day. Delicious. I was really skeptical. Yeah. But they really tasted good. Yeah. They're vegan hard-boiled eggs, you guys. You can get them at Orchard Grocer. It's made from cashews. Really? Yeah. I oh. had to Google it. Oh, my I was God. Like, what is this? It's so good. So good. Where did you get them? Um, my John Sally, who I do want to give credit to, by the way, he's an NBA player who's fully plant-based vegan. Amazing. He really is an advocate. He also collaborated with PETA. And John had posted, I don't know if he invested in it or bought it, but I DM'd him, send me a pack. And they mm-hmm. sent me Wonder Eggs and I reordered since then. But it was like, came in like a pack of 12, like a dozen. Mm-hmm. Already cooked hard-boiled eggs, fake eggs. And they were so, they were better because I feel like they were seasoned already, so I didn't really have to put any work into it. It just kind of like popped into my mouth. It's only going to get better. I'm telling you, it's going to get better and cheaper. And, you know, I personally have lost the taste for meat products. Like, there's nothing that really I crave at this point. I haven't ever craved meat. No. Only eggs. Only yeah. today. So <laughs> eggs, yeah. And eggs, I think, you know, by getting a Just Egg product, like you even go to Gregory's Coffee. They have amazing Just Egg sandwiches no in New York. Yeah, Gregory's. Um, board Orchard Grocers, like right by my house. It's amazing. They have bacon, egg, and cheeses. They're obviously mm. all vegan. They even have a vegan shoe store attached to them. So nice. I'm like, I just shop there, get my boots, whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah. So there's, you know, there's there's options that will satisfy you know whatever that craving is and you're right there really is no excuse in 2023 to continue harming animals obviously we're not talking about people that are in food deserts or people that are in igloos in alaska okay? <laughs> we're talking about- i love how you're go- going in, like people's comments like people comment yeah, stupid stuff i like have that. to like what about people in west africa who don't have a choice i'm like 
they're not seeing my post no i'm not talking to them i'm talking to you on instagram exactly exactly like stop using other people's situations to justify what aboutism yeah just justify your purchases and your abuse it's 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 actually like extremely inappropriate to be doing that yeah uh, so that I just want to make clear that we're, we're not talking to the Have Igloos. you been to Planta or Anixie? Yes. Okay. So I – okay. This is what I love about New York. I love New York, guys. Like, shout out to New York. Mm. I've accidentally walked into really high-end restaurants not knowing they were vegan. And then one time I go to the waitress. It was at Planta. I was like, what am – I didn't know it was vegan. It was just so pretty. I Googled, Stop like – I Googled vegetarian near me and upscale because I didn't think there were upscale vegan places. And I walk in and we sit – and I'm like, hey, what's vegan on the menu? And she goes, we're an all-vegan restaurant. And I was like, what? <laughs> There's another one. I'm so upset I forgot the name. Maybe you know. It's really like Italian upscale Coletta. vegan. How did you know I so just, fast? <laughs> just know all the – you're talking Coletta. to a level five vegan over here. Coletta, and- I got like a fake steak. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I got it was so – I got lemon chicken. Oh, my God. God bless you guys. I love you, Coletta. Yeah, guy Vaca. I was looking for it last night. I Googled it for an hour. I couldn't find it. Well, he owns Willow, Beyond Sushi, Coletta. Beyond Sushi? Where's and that? And Nixie. Beyond Sushi is around the corner from here. Can we go? Yeah. Can we actually go after Should this? we just go quickly and grab a – yeah, let's grab some sushi. Really We're down. definitely going to do that. So we have <laughs> eight more minutes before this recording ends. I just – I am so thankful for, like, everything that you're doing. I know it's been a really, really tough week, you know, being your family – you're, you know, and everything that you're speaking up about with the war that's that's happening. But, you know, to be able to look into things further, to question things and not just follow the sheep, follow society. That's true intelligence, if you ask me. I agree. There's we're only getting hella biblical. I'm getting biblical today. There's um, a phrase in I don't know if it's in the Torah, but it says like, like those who question will be wise and those who have the ego to question are stupid. It's like written in front of you. Like those who question will learn. By the way, whether you agree or not, does it ever hurt to have knowledge? Mm-hmm. If anything, you just know both sides then. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't hurt. So just question stuff. Like who cares? Mm-hmm. Consult your local vegan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I want to make it clear. I don't make money by telling people to not eat meat or yeah. telling them to leave dairy off your plate. Hell, I don't even own any plant-based company that sells food i'm just saying please stop hurting animals and these billion dollar trillion dollar meat and dairy industries have everything to lose and that's why they put out this propaganda to keep people hooked on these products it's like an addiction i think it is and by the way i think um this is a conspiracy theory but maybe it's true there has to be something in meat that probably keeps people coming back because i had a friend who went vegan and they had serious withdrawals like shaking Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, that's not a cigarette. Like, how do you have, like, why are you, like, er, like erratic mm-hmm. from cutting out meat? That, there's something mm-hmm. in there. Like, I don't think that it's all 100% clean. And, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, I'm not suicidal, guys. <laughs> 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 I promise. It's been a bad week, but I'm not. <laughs> it's so true. There You're has saying, to be something in there. You know, I was out to dinner with my brother two weeks ago and we went to a Nixie and it was an amazing big vegan meal. We had chicken shish kebabs. Mm. We had everything from like hummus. I'm and, so hungry right now. Oh, this place is like to die for. It's sick. We had lamb cigars, everything. And he had this huge vegan meal and he's like, I'm feeling kind of gassy. And I'm like, ew, first of all, ew. Why are you like feeling? And it, when I started thinking about it after the fact, I'm like, oh my God, his gut microbiome actually isn't used to this much fiber. He's yes. not used to this much food. So when you talk about the withdrawals or whatever, when you're e- used to eating a certain way, when you're eating meat three times a day for 25 years or however old somebody is, of course, you are going to probably feel like not great after eating something that you're not used to. Mm-hmm. But that's why we said when we said in the beginning of the episode, you know what? Maybe if you need to take it step by step, yeah. cut out chicken, cut out red meat, cut out dairy. And like, you know, your body will adjust to it. Right. Yeah. I don't think you have to go cold turkey. I think a lot of, by the way, a lot of vegans will like tell people to. I really believe, like, to each their own. Like, take mm-hmm. it step by step. At least you're heading in the right direction. Like, it's not all or nothing. So, in terms of <laughs> – this is tough. In terms of, like, dating, how hard is it to date <laughs> non-vegans? It, I get, like, made fun of a lot. So, in general, I don't really, like, date. But <laughs> I'm you're still young. But um, I have someone in particular. He knows who he is who literally <laughs> will not – 
stop harassing me about being vegan. I'm talking to you. And he's always like, just eat it. They're dying anyway. I'm going to eat double your portion of me. And I'm like, go ahead. Shame on you. First of all. I'm still eating my vegan food. He sounds so atrocious <laughs> and unattractive and smelly and keto crotch and whatever. We don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> okay? Oh so, my God. <laughs> you know, the most manly thing to me is when you use your power and your strength to protect the innocent, to protect the vulnerable. There's nothing manly about like paying for an innocent animal to have their head chopped off and especially nothing manly about making fun of somebody for trying to make a more compassionate choice yeah so my boyfriend wasn't vegan when we first started dating oh keyword when we first started dating uh-huh and he you know was open-minded about it and that's, that's what actually made me keep dating him i would never date somebody that's not open-minded to learning both sides and he started coming to certain things with me he came to a sanctuary he wow. came to a, a slaughterhouse actually that'll he, do it that'll do it and what I really, what really got him was I made him watch Earthlings. What is free that? on YouTube? It's a documentary that just goes through each step of the process. It's not biased or emotional. It's simply just the facts. Mm-hmm. So it describes what happens in the slaughter process. It describes the dairy and egg industries. And it's just, it's a two-hour-long documentary. And he was just like in shock. He's like, oh my god, I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. And about. Six months to a year after we had just been dating kind of even casually at first, he was like, I have to go vegan. But you know what I love? Like, you didn't force that down his throat. You showed him the facts and he came Mm -hmm. to his own verdict. And that's what I mean about, like, Mm -hmm. people just need to do their homework and let the facts speak for itself. And another documentary that two years ago made me temporarily turn vegan was What the Health. Like, I keep saying I'm not doing it for the health. I did it for the health and I broke it. Yeah. Because, like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't motivating enough for me, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's, like... No, that's so true. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. For me, health wasn't enough of motivation. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm like inconsiderate to myself. Who knows? But what the health repulsed me so badly from eating anything anymore. I was like, I don't even trust lettuce. Like, I'm done. And I went vegan for like three months. But the animals, like the videos, I can I can never get over that. Like nothing in me is gonna be like I don't care about a cow today. Like, I'm past that point. There's no going back. No, absolutely. And I think what you said before about not forcing our beliefs onto these people, the, the, the real thing that I want to make clear is that if I had forced this down his throat and I said, you have to change and you have to do it for me, he would have resented me. And he would probably broke it. And he would have snuck things behind my back. Yeah. I don't want that. And I said to him, I don't want you going vegan for me. I want you doing it because you believe that it's the right thing to do. Right. And sure enough, we've been together for three and a half years, Ay. two years in, you know, he's been vegan for two years out of three and a half years we've been dating or two and a half years now he's been vegan and love an open-minded king yes vegan for the animals and he's so much more fit and strong and it's just it's a sexy thing to do i think and to, to be able to stand away from your friends and away from the crowd and stand up in a room where everybody's on that side and you're on this side and be like I have information that I want to share and I believe that this is the right thing to do. I think that's so powerful. Yeah. One more request for yeah. uh what is it? Don't eat the homies. Um vegans are sexy. Mm-hmm. I think we should do that. Vegans think, are sexy. We could actually even start our own. Should we one. start a vegans are sexy merch line? Eating animals is ugly. I like that too. We'll do both. Oh, the front vegans are sexy. Eating animals are ugly. <laughs> it's like, haha, you're the best of both worlds. <laughs> animals is ugly, like in cute little pink letters, just like small. Like scripts. I like love Disney. It. I, there's so many. I Whenever I interview people on the street, there's so many funny phrases like that come out of like what these people say. Because I talk to people about like animal yeah. rights and whatnot. I'm like, I could come up with so much merch and so many just stickers. One thing that I love is like taking stickers and like writing ingredients. So ingredients, blood bones flesh i saw that and putting it on meat in the supermarket yeah i saw i saw a picture like that it was actually real, like really moving I'm like mm-hmm. that's so gross it's true yeah. that's why it's gross mm-hmm. it's not it's like it's not it's not exaggerated mm-hmm. that's a reality there's so much we need to speak up about so much for us to do we can do so many forms of activism whether it's wearing a shirt like don't eat the homies whether it's using your platform you know, you're in with the sports teams and NBA, you're a journalist, you're an actress, model, you're using your platform to make the world a better place. So what's next for you? I love what I'm doing now. I hope I have more ears to speak to. I hope I can engage in more conversations, whether that's about Israel, whether it's about veganism, whether it's about Miss Universe, whether it's about the freaking New York Knicks. Like, I love to talk to people, whether they agree or disagree. 
And I hope one way or another, at the very least, we learn from one another, learn different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And very best, we find the common denominator and we build a relationship. Like, I kind of love where I'm at now. And I really I want to make people, like I said, just a little more humane. Like, I think we forget lately that we're just people at the end of the day. And I want to, like, bring back that connection. Like, mm-hmm. I love meeting you. Yes. Like, I freaking love you. Let's go get sushi. We get sushi. We have to get sushi. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I, I always find, too, that when I meet another vegan, it's like, okay, right away we connect. We're on the same page. Uh, now that that's out of the way and we don't believe we should be torturing animals, love. let's talk about all the other great things that are happening. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so true. And, you know, thank you for everything you're doing. Where can people find you? Tell us your skincare, your podcast, and then your personal pages. Okay. The skincare is at people's beauty you can find it on peoplesbeauty.com and on instagram at peoplesbeauty my sports show is called the hoop chat you can find it at the hoop chat on all social media platforms and last but not least i'm emily austin at emily.austin on instagram at emily r austin which has very graphic images that you should see on twitter and that's about it amazing well thank you guys so much for listening i'm at it's jamie's corner also it's jamie logan and you know we just want to keep these conversations going please always be open-minded hear both sides of the story and then make an educated decision and always hold your own opinions your own personal beliefs you don't have to just you know listen to what the media tells you what you know these studies that are funded by big ag tell you like you know look into things a little bit further and the truth always prevails Injustice can't last forever. So, yeah, thank you so much, Emily, again for having me. For coming on. And until next time, guys, I'll see you around. Bye.